Hey, good evening, Top Fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I got another clubhouse. I got another fresh face and a team that we haven't talked about yet. So I'm very excited about this. Casey, thanks for joining us this evening. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. You bet. I'm doing wonderful. So, so tell me, this is a team we haven't discussed yet, and I've been trying to get people on. Who's your favorite team? Is it the Cardinals? I, I can't remember who your favorite team is. Cubs? Something like that? Definitely uh, definitely not one of those two. It's going to be <laughs> my hometown, Milwaukee Brewers. About a mile from the stadium right now. I live in the uh, live in the perfect neighborhood for a big Brewers fan, just a couple blocks away from uh, Miller Park. So I am a big Milwaukee Brewers fan. By the way, Miller Park's on my bucket list. When I get there, we'll have to go to a game, right? Yeah, I still you're going to be there. confused because it says, American Family Field on the stadium now. Uh, nobody calls it that. Don't ask for directions to American Family Field. You're going to get, you know, sideways looks. It's still Miller Park, always going to be. So uh, just a heads up when you get here. Hey, listen, I like it. I love it. Okay, so you're a <laughs> Brewers fan and you live close to the stadium. How did you become a Brewers fan? Was it a childhood thing or was it something you picked up recently? Tell me about it. No, uh, so I've been a fan of the Brewers since I was a kid. Um, no, like, specific experience really um, that, like, led me that way. It was just I remember finding a flag in my parents' house when I was a kid. said Milwaukee Brewers on it, like, in the old 1990s logo. Um, and just walking outside with the flag. I can't remember if it was mom or dad that I talked to. But I'm like, hey, I think I was, like, six or seven, maybe younger. I'm like, hey, are we Brewers fans? And they're like, Yeah. And then just kind of like from that point forward, it was like Brewers games every night growing up, going to games, watching games, um, and then like playing Little League, obviously stuff like that was uh, um, like trying to emulate and be just like the guys on the team. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much like how I how I got started as a fan. Um, I, I, love, were fans. I love the childhood we had some, memories. Yeah, yeah, we had some stuff in the house that had Brewers on it, and then from that point forward, uh, you know, it was just kind of a – Brewers obsession from that point, and that kind of uh, remains the same way today. Nice, nice. I love it. So then, tell me, uh, tell me your your favorite player of all time, and then tell me your current favorite player. They don't have to be Brewers, but you know. Sure. Yeah. So they both they both are Brewers. Um, of course, like favorite player currently, gotta go with Christian Yelich, face of the franchise. Okay. Uh, had kind of a a downturn over the last two years, but obviously his first two years in Milwaukee were, uh, well, his first year was an MVP season, second year was an MVP runner up. Um, you know, it just kind of came into Milwaukee with a bang, really. Like he wasn't a household name. I don't think when he was in Miami, obviously coming to Milwaukee, he just kind of blew up, um, signed that long-term deal, proved that he was committed to Milwaukee. Um, and then just like, for me now being like, grown up obviously it's less about like how the players are on the field and more about the off the field stuff how they represent your team how they represent your city um and to me Christian Yelich is just like a perfect representative of Wisconsin of Milwaukee um that's why I really like him um favorite player of all time though gotta go with number five former outfielder Jeff Jenkins for the Brewers um he was kind of the stud player when I was growing up, when I was young, um, the guy that, like I was talking about earlier, I kind of tried to emulate when I was playing on the field. Um, no specific, like, rhyme or reason that I just love him. I just do. Like, he was kind of that guy 
in the late nineties and then through the two thousands where he was like the face of the Brewers franchise, the guy that spent his entire career here um, up until he was a free agent, went to Philadelphia career brewer and just uh, somebody that I like just really like to watch on the field. Yeah. And I, I, you know what, I love what you said about, about the players being, you know, good off the field too. Christian Yelich, I, you know, he's a Dodger killer and I'm a Dodger fan. I mean, it seems like he levels up every time we guys play you. So when we were playing you, I'm kind of like, oh, but I watched the game today and I got to admit, I'm kind of a closet Christian Yelich fan because he's such a good, he just plays the game right. And you can tell that he's just a good dude, you know, and it doesn't matter if he's struggling, he's just playing the game right. And so I like yeah, that. And it seems to me, it seems to me like he's really genuine um, just with the way that he talks about Milwaukee, the way that he talks about the fans. It seems like he really appreciates it and like, really gets what it is to be a brewer and what baseball um like means to milwaukee like milwaukee is a baseball town brewers fans here like i think it goes um just beyond like your love of the team if you're a wisconsin sports fan it's a lot about like taking pride in your city taking pride in your state um and just that pride, like I said, kind of goes beyond you just being a fan of the team. It kind of becomes like who you are and a representative of who you are. Um, and I'm sure that you can relate to that, like as a Dodger fan or any fan who's like really a diehard, I'm sure can um, can relate to that. But it seems like in Milwaukee, it's really like a part of that culture as a fan where it goes beyond just the field. Yeah. I mean, JT does a ton of stuff out here. Justin Turner does a ton of stuff out here. And he... You know, you don't hear about him getting in trouble on the road or anything like that. And and he does a lot of charity work. He does a lot of stuff for his foundation. And he's just a good dude. And you have a hard time not cheering the guy on, right? Even when he's hurt and you know he's playing hurt. I mean, Christian Yelich, like you said, he was hurt for a little bit and he's had a little bit downturns. But you can't help but cheer him on because he's just a good dude, right? Yeah. So I I was a little surprised who you told me your, your favorite all-time was. I almost thought you were going to go with Fielder. I, I thought you might say Fielder because he was kind of the face of the franchise for a little while. But yeah, he was face of the franchise. He was that like clubhouse leader. But uh, I think just due to the fact that his time was kind of shortened in Milwaukee, like obviously by his own choosing, he went to Detroit and he got traded to Texas. I feel like um, if he was a guy that like spent his entire career in Milwaukee, maybe I'd feel a little different. But to me, like, as a guy, like, obviously we're a small market, you kind of take pride in being a small market team and you kind of like owe that loyalty to your guys when they spend their entire careers in Milwaukee or when they sign here and they prove that they like really want to be here. Cause obviously it's not about the money. Like if you're going to make that amount of money in Milwaukee, you're going to make probably more going elsewhere. Like if you're signing long-term here and staying long-term here, it's because you want to be here and as fans, we appreciate that and kind of, uh, Kind of like it. reciprocate that loyalty to those guys. Yeah, and and I got to tell you, I think it's good for baseball when when smaller market teams are are good. Obviously, you know when the Yankees and Red Sox and Dodgers and and Philadelphia are are good or whatever. But you know when the Cardinals and Cubs, it's good for baseball type thing or White Sox. But I got to tell you, I love the fact that you guys are competitive. And as a Dodger fan, I can't stand the Cardinals. Like I, I just I struggle with yeah, Cardinals. me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and so you can relate to that. We we have that in common for sure. And and I love the fact that you guys are competitive. I mean, you guys play in a great ballpark. You guys, you guys just are 
I love it when we're not talking the standard, okay, it's Cubs and Cardinals, you know, coming down to it and Milwaukee's 12 games under 500 or whatever. I love the fact that you guys are putting competitive products out in the field. I think that's good for baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, credit to the ownership in Milwaukee. They do a really good job using the resources that they got, doing the best that they can. Obviously, uh, if you followed along with like the trade deadline this last week, you know that there's uh, hard decisions, I think, that sometimes have to be made by these smaller markets, yeah. like trading away your um, all-star closing pitcher and a guy who's, you know, closing in on being the all-time leader in saves in the franchise. Yep. Um, but it's what you got to do. Like, it's kind of like our, uh, um, well, David Stern said, like, you have to be worrying about right now in this season and competing this season, but you also have to be thinking about years into the future too, if you don't want to go into rebuild mode, which as a fan, like I don't want, like I'll still be there obviously watching the games and going to the games, but it's less fun to win 60 games and it's more fun to constantly be competitive every year and uh, having a shot at winning a world series. Like I think baseball is so unique in the sense that if you're in the dance, like you have a legitimate shot, to win it all you can't really say that in the NBA I think the NFL you kind of can but in baseball it's like whatever team is hot whatever team is healthy and you know hitting well and pitching well they're going to go all the way like we saw it with the Nationals they were not the best team in the playoffs the Braves I don't think last year were the best team in the playoffs they just happen to be the hottest team and they go and win it so that's what kind of keeps right you in it as a Brewers fan it's like here in you know what is it August 4th right now it's a little premature to say that oh because the Brewers didn't go get a bat or because they just traded Josh Hader that now we're out of it it's like well I mean if we get hot and we become that team that's scoring nine runs a game going into October it's going to be a scary team especially with that pitching staff so well and the Giants proved last year winning 107 games that it doesn't matter how many games you win in the regular season in the postseason you hit the reset button right and Everything's fresh. Everything's new. So, I mean, all you guys got to do is get to the dance. And then what you do from there is up to you guys. Right. Right. And I mean, I kind of go beyond that and say the teams that have to fight to get in and the teams that have been basically playing playoff games for a month, that's the team that's better set up to win the whole thing than a team that's just kind of been on cruise control since mid-July. Amen. Amen. I, I mean, that's, that's my concern for the Dodgers. That's my concern for the Yankees and the Astros because the Dodgers are 12 and a half up with 50 some odd games to play. Right. I mean, now granted we play the Padres 10 more times. So, you know, if we lose nine out of 10 of those, it could get real interesting. Right. But for the most part, eh, it's, it's the White Sox last year. Remember the White Sox cruised into the playoffs and didn't really have to be competitive the last two weeks, three weeks of the season. And look what happened to them. Got knocked out in the first round by the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you see that every single year where there's a team that wins 100 games or close to 100 games or more than that, and then first round they're out of the playoffs, and then it's that wild card team that barely snuck in that's going all the way. So, you know. All right, so so let's – we've talked about the teams. We've talked about players. We've talked about your fandom. Let's switch gears a little bit. Tell me, which ballparks have you visited in your life? Uh, I've been kind of all over the country. I was lucky to to grow up in a family that also was a big baseball family and wanted to yeah. travel around, see all these ballparks. So starting on the West Coast, I've been out to uh, Petco in San Diego, been to Dodger Stadium, um, been to Angel Stadium for the last couple innings of a game, um, Coors Field for a Brewers game, 
Um, I know I went to Safeco when I was a kid. I can't really remember. Um, it wasn't a Brewers game, and I can't really remember it too vividly because I was really young. Um, but been out to Safeco in Seattle. Um, obviously, Miller Park here in Milwaukee. Going down to Chicago, been to Wrigley, been to U.S. Cellular, or uh, whatever it's called, home of the White Sox. Yeah. Um, and then I've been out to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. I'm probably missing one or two. Um, so I've been to a lot, but I got I got a lot of work to do. So I'm hoping to chip a couple of those off. Boston nice. this year. Forgot that we were playing in Boston. Otherwise, I would have uh, would have been out there last <laughs> year. But that's one that I gotta gotta check off the list. Okay, so let's just say you had a month off of work, money wasn't an issue, and but you can only visit five um, five ballparks. Where are you going? You got five ballparks to visit that you haven't been to. Where are you going? Oh, that's a tough one. I uh, probably all the ones that I've been to are the ones that I would hit. I would probably just head out to the East Coast, hit up uh, is it PNC Park, the yeah. Pirates home ballpark where we yep. just got swept this weekend or this week. Um, probably hit up the Phillies ballpark and then yep. City Field. Field. Probably head down to Atlanta, okay. get a get a taste of uh, that new Braves ballpark. Um, and then beyond that, like I don't know, I could say. Go to Florida just for the fact that you're in Miami. I don't think there's anything really special about that ballpark, and you know fans don't really show up. So I don't know how much how fun of a uh, fun of an atmosphere that would be. So I guess I got to throw Boston on there. I was only Boston. thinking animal ballpark there for a little while, but yeah, obviously Boston. I would have to throw that on the list. Um, the, uh, I could travel back in time and hit up the old Yankee Stadium though, because when I went, oh. it was the new Yankee Stadium, and uh, just wasn't the same. I don't think. Yeah, no, it's I actually attended a Yankee game at the new Yankee Stadium back in, gosh, 2009 when it was brand new. Right. And they hadn't torn down the old one. So I could see the old stadium in the distance. Oh, cool. um, they had started tearing it down. Like so the the side walls were you could see through them. Right. And so it was it was awesome. And I, I just was telling my buddy when I was there, I said, man, if those walls could talk, what stories could they tell? Right. I mean, it's just insane. I've been to Fenway Park, um, never for a game. You can do a tour, which I highly recommend. If you get up to Fenway, catch a game. But they also have tours that you can do. They're like 18 or 20 bucks now. Um, and they take you up on the Green Monster. They take you in the press box. They take you in the visitors clubhouse. Um, they take you all around the field. And it's actually a really cool experience to do. Um, and so I, I strongly encourage you to, to consider that. Um, at some point, get down to Tampa before they stop playing in um, St. Petersburg. It's probably going to be one of the weirdest ballparks that you've ever been in. Um, trust me, I have Tampa fans that um, that I've interviewed, and they said it's the worst ballpark I've ever been to. It's <laughs> weird because it's a dome, but it's white. So it's not like the Astrodome where it was dark on top and then you had the lights. It's white. So I went to a Yankee uh, Tampa Bay game and I watched Brett Gardner a couple of times get fly balls in center field. Just look up and I can't see it. <laughs> and yeah. So, so it's, you, you got to get down there. That's a, that's a great place to be down too. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to put that, uh, put that on the list. So it's not, you're saying don't go there because it's a great stadium. Just go there because it's such a, such a bad stadium almost that you have to see it. <laughs> I, I'm not going to confirm or deny that because I do have Tampa fans, but uh, you may have nailed that on the head. 
Okay. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of like the Oakland Coliseum. Have you ever been to the Oakland Coliseum? Where the uh, I have play? for a for a Packers game. Yeah. Okay. Great football stadium. Terrible baseball stadium. Um, too much foul foul ground. You basically got a mile on each side of foul territory, and it's an old ballpark. It needs to be reworked. And ownership doesn't spend a lot of money on players. They don't spend a lot of money on that stadium. And it's also in a place where you may not want to consider going by yourself and hanging out at night, even in the parking lot. Yeah. It's just, it's an awkward, I went to a Yankee. Amazingly enough, the Yankees were in town one night when I was there and I called my coworker, who's a huge Yankee fan. And I took him to a game. He and I went to an Oakland uh, Yankee game and he's from the Bronx, right? He's from where it gets exciting. And when we were walking back to the car, he, he looks at me and says, Bill, we're going to be okay. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, where's the security yeah. at? Right. Or what, what's going on? So, yeah. All right, my friend, oh, you've yeah. been awesome. Final question for you. Okay. You got about 55 games, give or take left. What are you looking for your team to do? What are you looking for them to accomplish besides for the obvious answer, win ball games, right? So what are you looking to get accomplished in the next 55 games? I think get healthy is probably the biggest thing. Their pitching staff's been a little bit, uh, a little bit banged up this year. Just got Freddie Peralta back today, which is good. That's basically like uh, completing a big deadline deal without having to give anybody up. You get a stud pitcher back for that. Uh, Hauser's coming back, so that's going to be another big addition. Um, those are all guys that can contribute either in the bullpen or in the starting rotation. Um, so just looking forward to getting that locked down and then obviously looking forward to seeing the bats kind of come alive. Um, I think if, if the bats can come alive with the pitching that we have, they can go pretty deep into October. Um, so that's kind of what I'm looking for. Obviously like the pennant chase is going to be fun. That's what I'm always looking forward to going into August and September. Um, there's really, at least in my opinion, like nothing like being in Miller park in the fall when there's important baseball being played, you know, the dome's shut. The uh, the panels in the outfield are shut. The stadium's loud because it's a sellout. People are passionate. People are hungry for a World Series. They want to get there. So it's just there's it. there's really it's so special. Like as a Brewers fan, um, I'm sure that you can relate as a Dodgers fan being in Dodger Stadium, being in a number of pennant chases over the years. But uh, Brewers fans, they just want it. They wanna yeah. they wanna go all the way. Like I'll never forget. I was actually at Game Seven against the Dodgers, and you guys knocked us out back in 2018 and I remember just like looking around the stadium like oh my god like this is this is it man like if we take this all the way and we win this game like this is going to be an, ex an experience unlike anything I've ever had um yeah. in my life before obviously it didn't happen like I'll never forget uh Puig hitting that three-run homer off uh Jeremy Jeffress here into center field and just kind of sitting down and being like, oh, shit, like it's not going to happen this year. And then like as a Brewers fan, you never know when it's going to happen again. Like we have a history of kind of like once every decade getting to that point. And it's like, OK, now we got to wait again. Like obviously the last this will be if they make the playoffs the fifth straight year going to the playoffs. So things are a little different now. Like the Brewers aren't the uh, like the bottom feeders of the national league in the NL central anymore. They're always kind of right there, but still like, it'd just be nice to kind of get over the hump, get into a world series and experience that. And uh, that's really what I'm, what I'm looking forward to most is just the experience of that pennant chase and uh, 
that hope that you can get there, you know? Yeah. It's, it's an incredible experience and it's one that you won't forget. Um, October baseball is it, to me, October baseball is, I joke around with people. I say October is awesome for three reasons. One, you got October baseball Two, You can watch Charlie Brown's pumpkin patch with nobody giving you a hard time. Right. <laughs> and three, you can start making the list of family you want to ditch during uh, the holiday season. Right. There you go. And so it's, it all works out well. But um, October baseball is is special. It's it's something that is it's something that is just fun. And like you say, when you're in that that dome stadium, everything's closed up, roofs over, you know, panels are shut. It's got to get loud and it's fun and it's experiences that you just don't forget. So yep. I love it. I love it. Well, Casey, you've been a phenomenal guest. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, top fans, this uh we're filming this on a Thursday night. It will actually drop on Monday. I will uh, tag Casey's uh, Instagram in it when it drops. Please feel free to take a look at his Instagram, follow him, ask him questions. He's one of the things that I've been impressed with in discussions that we've had um, it, via messenger is his love for the game and his passion for the Brewers. That's why I invited him on. So Casey, I appreciate you spending 20 minutes with us and let's have you on again soon sometime. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. I appreciate the, uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Thanks.